when you think about those one little things that can make a difference. So for example, you, um, you just went to several open houses this weekend to be able to find out what's on the market because you have some clients who are looking, right? And so they could be looking for a real estate agent to partner with. They could be looking for a house. And so one of the things that you, you know, do is being able to go out and connect with real estate agents, find out what's happening in the market. Welcome to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of the local real estate market. Join us as we chat with industry experts, uncovering tips, trends, and strategies to help you navigate Maryland's real estate landscape. Get ready to elevate your real estate game. Let's dive in. Good afternoon, y'all, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. You are going to be super stoked because my conversations with y'all are telling me who you want to speak to. And please um, welcome a Ginger Bell with Edu Marketing. That's E-D-U Marketing. And Ginger, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jennifer, for having me. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Absolutely love everything that you're doing. And I love the fact that your podcast focuses on Maryland. So for real estate agents that are, you know, looking to, to, to help their clients out to those who are moving to the area. I mean, there's so much great information out there. So thanks for having me on. Um, so my business, um, and my name is Ginger Bell. I'm the CEO and founder of Edu Marketing. And Edu Marketing is a marketing agency that focuses on educational marketing, hence the name Edu marketing. And you know, Jennifer, for all of my career in the mortgage and real estate industry, developing training and marketing and webinars for companies, it's the one thing that I've learned that has the most power of everything you're doing is educational marketing. And it's kind of like what you're doing right now in the podcast, right? It's yes. like being able to to provide information, market yourself, market your real estate agents to those people who are coming on. And that's the key because nobody wants to be sold. I mean, you think about it. It's mm -hmm. like, I certainly don't want to be sold. I and agree. so Edu Marketing gives the opportunity for you to educate as well as market and position yourself as the expert. I love that. I love that. I'm gaining so much insight um, into your wisdom and your knowledge through uh Sometimes just the smallest thing that you said just spikes something in my mind. And then the next time I have some downtime, my mind is just racing based on that one little thing that you said and how it just opens up the business that's available. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you think about those one little things that can make a difference. So, for example, you um, you just went to several open houses this weekend to be able to find out what's on the market because you have some clients who are looking, right? And so they could be looking for a real estate agent to partner with. They could be looking for a house. And so one of the things that you you know do is being able to go out and connect with real estate agents, find out what's happening in the market. And so in doing that, what did you see as far as what agents are doing for marketing? I was a, a little bit shocked. Uh, yeah. It has, uh, I've always done a lot of marketing in my career. And so when I 
went to a few open houses um, this weekend, probably seven of them between Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they, they weren't being marketed to the way I remember marketing open houses in the past. And I was a bit uh, taken back by that. Uh, There's no circle calling that was being done. I didn't see balloons up, signs up, bringing people to the open house. And because I was there for a period of time, 20 to 30 minutes per open house, there wasn't any traffic. And I was really not shocked that there wasn't traffic because of the lack of marketing that I saw. I didn't see anything on social media about these things. So I was really I was. I wanted to ask more questions, like uh, about the mega open houses that I was taught to do many, many years ago. If things have been done differently now, if here we are in August of 2023, and why? Uh, what has what has occurred? What is different now? Or was this just how the the sellers and or the agents wanted to proceed? You know, it's an interesting question, and um, we have been very blessed for the past several years mm-hmm. in the mortgage and real estate industry that houses have sold pretty easily. And so, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you have been in the market beyond the last say 10 years, maybe that um, you used to have to do those things. So you talk about, you know, the mega open house the promotions, you know, being able to really um, invite people to come who are potential buyers and not just, and and so you think about an open house in my mind, you hold an open house for two things. First of all, obviously to sell the house that you're selling. The second thing is for marketing. Yeah. So if you want to pick up more listings, then you need to be doing more open houses because the people that are coming through there are probably thinking about maybe selling their house. Then they want to see what's out on the market. It's not always buyers that come to open houses. And so think about what you can do for marketing. So yes, having that approach. And for me, if I had an, if I had a listing, the number one thing I would do is I would have it professionally shot. I would have a professional photographer come in and I would do a full setting, video setting, photos and everything of that property, no matter what it is. I Mm -hmm. would then take that and I would start writing about what's going on in the neighborhood. Um, You know, it's not just about the house. The house is one thing, but people Mm -hmm. look at buying for a lot of different reasons. So I would start creating social media posts just around, hey, new listing, by the way, here are the schools. This school was listed as the number one thing. To make it even better, what I would do is I would grab my phone, I would go to that listing, and I would walk around the neighborhood and I would look for those special things, whether it was a special coffee shop or an ice cream place or the school or a park. I would shoot several short little videos around the neighborhood and I would take a circle around that neighborhood and be able to post that. And then what I would do is I would make, hey, are you, you know, looking at relocating to, you know, whatever area you're in? 
by the way, I want you to know we have a listing. So I'm going to drop some of the, the photos for that. But one of the best things about this neighborhood is they have a little coffee shop that has the most amazing zucchini bread. And I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about those other things, right? It's not just about the house. Now it's going to do two things. First of all, it's going to raise awareness for the house, but it's also going to put you into a position that they start building that relationship with you. So you take this opportunity of this open house, even if it's not your open house, I would do this because right now it's about everyone who's searching. And, you know, at the time of this recording, your Maryland has been very done very well as far as, you know, your prices. I think when yep. we had looked, there were several open houses, but prices are high. They haven't seen the values go down. There's still limited property. Yes, yes. rates are not great, but people are buying. And why are people buying? And so I think that's the thing you need to think about is why are people buying right now? Why are people selling right now? And so start doing those conversations around that, right? So important, so important. And not only that, but, you know, by calling that neighborhood, when this house sells, and it it will sell, the, all these houses are selling, it may take a minute, but if it's going to sell, then we're having our next conversation with the neighborhood, because yeah. we've already told them the home is listed, yeah. is, do, do you know anybody that wants to be your neighbor that wants to move in? Uh, are you considering possibly selling yourself because this house is going to go fast? If it does go fast, that's a second follow-up phone call to that neighborhood. Right. Uh, uh, you know, anybody else in the neighborhood that's considering selling because this one sold so fast, we've got multiple offers. And that means that we have multiple people in this price demographic that are ready to purchase. Who's looking to sell? I mean, it's, and again, it's it's not a conversation of sales. It's a conversation of need. Yeah. Somebody needs to sell, somebody needs to buy. And I think when you have conversations and it, it's not in my mind, it then it doesn't become cold calling. In my right. mind, it's, I'm not cold calling. I'm giving a service. They may not be interested in what I have to say at the moment. And that's okay. There's no, no shame in that game. But it's the way I just view it. It's not cold calling. It's giving a service. It's letting people know about the, the market. Somebody calls me and I'm not in a position to sell my house. I'm like, Oh, how much did that house go for? Oh, good to know that this is that kind of money is coming out of my area. Right. Informative information. It's not it's a it's a not a wasteful three minute conversation. No, not at all. And it's only I mean, it's like it's only cold for the first. Hi, my name is. And then yeah. now you know them. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, if that that brings up a whole nother idea as far as um, your follow up. And so, you know, have the listing, have the open house, or if you're covering for an open house, circle the areas, you know, record the videos, get out there and, you know, you can even go to the neighbors and say, hi, you know, what's the best place, what's the thing you love about living in this neighborhood? And oftentimes though, the neighbors come to the open house. So you don't always have to go out searching for those neighbors. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes those neighbors are actually the ones that are coming to the open house because everyone's like, oh, I always wanted to see the inside of that house. Oh, and yeah. so you often see that. So if that happens, have a reason for them to be able to connect with you. And so flyers don't work. Stop doing flyers. Flyers are not the way to go. But what you can do is maybe a QR code. I would mm-hmm. do a little QR code on a card and say, hey, listen, um, if you register, I have, uh, you know, what's happening in the market right now, download, you can get that. 
by the way, we can also go through and give an analysis for your property if you'd like. Mm. Offer them something. It's like, oh, really? I mean, I would like that. And you think about, okay, maybe they're not going to sell today. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. Maybe they know somebody else that's going to sell. But when you're bringing somebody value and education about them, don't make it about you. It's all about them. Then you're going to create that connection. And now that barriers down where it's like, oh yeah, absolutely. Well, what do you think it could go for? Um, well, if you moved and you can have a conversation with them, you know, so if you were to move, where would you move to? Mm-hmm. Well, we've been wanting to downsize, you know, and a lot of people, especially because rates were so low, they called them the golden handcuffs that people are handcuffed yes. to their property. Cause they're, that's not going to last forever because I tell you what, eventually people are going to go, okay, I, I want to move. Yes. And, so- and just like our friend, Steve Kyles had a phenomenal webinar, uh, last week or pardon me podcast, uh, cause I'm that old, uh, but a, a great podcast last week that talked about the average amount of equity that somebody has in their home being over 274,000 average amount of equity. But the secret that I thought was really the biggest wow is the average homeowner has $96,000 in consumer debt. Well, let's have that conversation about how much equity we have, how much consumer debt we have, and let's do the math. And say, if we were to sell your home, pay off all your debt, and you were to buy something else debt-free, how would that look? It's a great conversation starter because people like to talk about, you know, that 299, that sexy interest rate that they got during COVID, which is great. But nobody wants to talk about the $96,000 in consumer debt that they have because that's not great talk for a dinner party. But that's reality. Yeah, very much so. I love, and that's the one thing I'm going to have you help me with next is I want the video for that because I think that's data that needs to get out there to the masses. Yeah. Well, and I think those are things too, when we start as an industry, having those conversations, Jennifer, as far as the reality of where people are mm-hmm. and reasons to move, you know, for you and, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, Hey, what do I need to think about? reaching those people who are moving, the things you can do is have those hard, hard conversations, like what you're doing as like, okay, you know, you, you, you want to move, you know, you'd be, you know, it'd be a good time for you to move and you can have this strategy as far as paying off your consumer debt and get into the other house that you want. And so we will see that shift where people will realize Mm-hmm. That is a better gain. But now is the time to start doing those videos. And the best videos you can do is being on the podcast, which is great. Um, the other thing is do some videos talking about why people re- relocate to your area. Now you're in Maryland. You have a very strong presence, military presence there as well, government. Mm-hmm. And so people are moving in and out all the time. In fact, I just, my son had a friend over the weekend and she's, she is moving to Washington, DC. She's a remote traveling nurse. And okay. so one of the best things you can do is to educate, put your, you know, put your information out there about, you know, why would people want to move? What neighborhoods are good to move to? What are the schools like? What are the parks like? What are the holidays like? I mean, we're coming, you know, into the fall, which is such an amazing time of the year and beautiful on the East Coast. So, you know, what is it like living there in the fall? What is it like living there? I mean, Christmas, I mean, it's like all those different things. 
So when you think about what you should be doing your business, and this goes back to what we started with the edu marketing, is surround yourself with educating people about not just you and what you do, but what interests them and what problems can you solve? So, you know, looking at what questions are they asking? What problems do you solve for them? And how can you, how you can make that connection? And of course, video is one of the best things to do that. I I definitely get that. I can say that um, I read so much, so much that I also have become lazy that if there's a video button to click, to watch a video rather than to read something, I am, and it's because I read so much. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm sure there's people that read tons more than I do. About two books a month is, is where I'm at. Wow. But uh, so it's not a crazy amount, but I read so much that I just want to hit a button and just just listen as I'm doing something else right. and listen to the data uh, rather than having to take the time and read it. Um, but then I, I found myself listening to it a couple few times as I'm driving and doing different activities. And I enjoy that because right. I think for me, that's how it really sinks in. Mm-hmm. Um, just like educating yourself about anything else. It just, yep. it, the more you listen to it, the more you absorb. Absolutely. That is I it. love that. I love that. And I love uh, that not only are you helping me out with the um, marketing, but also with the book. And I'm really excited about that. And I know that I have uh, sent several people your way uh, that are interested, Tim Bird and uh, uh, Terry, that are specifically interested in writing books. And I think that, uh, and they don't know exactly what their books look like and what it, so it's a whole conversation that they want to have with you um, because they're, they don't know what it looks like, but they know they want to have it in their repertoire. And everyone, you know, one of the things when I first started writing um, my books, and I have written and published now about 14 different books. And one of the offerings that you're talking about is we just um, have been over the last several years helping um, our clients write a book. And so we decided to offer that for multiple people. So yes, we're working with you to write your book. If you're listening to this and you want to be able to, to find out about writing a book, you can connect with me if you go to edumarketing.com, edumarketing.com, then you can find out about that. But the book, it's like, there's so many things. And you think about those different facets. We've talked about video. We've talked about, um, you know, the podcast. We've talked about setting up a landing page to send people to that has a download. You know, there's blogs you can write. There's books and books are huge. The first book that I ever wrote was with Brian Tracy. And I think there was about 10 of us that co-wrote a book together and um, had a publisher that published it. And we ended up hitting, I think, three bestseller lists. And so that was one of the, that was honestly the primary reason I did it is I wanted to be able to say I was a bestselling author because not a lot of people in my field um, and had done that. And so that's what I wanted to do. And it totally changed my business. I mean, people look at you in a different light. When you've Mm. written a book, Um, same thing as far as some of the other things you do with podcasting. And there's a lot of things you can do that people will see you in a different light. So I think that's the most important thing um, is to do that. Look at what you have as far as the events you're doing, whether you're doing a workshop, whether you have an open house, look for ways that you can continue to build around that Mm -hmm. positioning you as that expert and connecting with individuals. And I think that's the most important thing. 
and something obviously you saw missing in the open houses that you went to over the weekend. So gosh, if you're a real estate agent listening to this, you have some huge opportunities to really outshine and to look for ways to do that. Absolutely. It was, uh, it was very uh, surprising to me. And um, I see a need to be uh, of assistance to people that um, maybe haven't been in the business that long, or maybe haven't experienced uh, what it's like to have a grand open house uh, or a mega open house, pardon me, is the term that they use and do all the right steps in order to get as many eyeballs on your listing as possible. A lot of the uh, agents that were there, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was uh, four out of seven. They were do, they were listing their own homes, uh, and so that meant that there were three of them that were on teams or uh, doing other people's listings. So maybe they don't know the uh, procedure in order to have a very uh, plentiful open house right. with a lot of traffic. Um, or what that looks like. So it's a great opportunity for those of us that like to market uh, to offer that skill set and to help them out with that. Absolutely. And of course, if they want help, if you're listening to this and and you have an open house coming up, give a call to Jennifer and she has amazing ideas for marketing that she can work with. And, you know, I think one of the advantages to Jennifer is to have a lender at that open house. So you could even see if Jennifer's available to maybe do something like that because they have questions, right? Definitely. They have questions. It's good to have an estimate of their uh, total monthly payment for this particular home and the different of um, programs that are available, as well as the different maybe down payment assistance programs, if that's available, or if there if that is of interest to certain individuals, depending upon the price point, of course. Um, and I think it's very important, and also so that we can manage people's expectations. A lot of people come, and then they're not actually ready to purchase. They they're looking for something that it inspires them to get ready. So this is a great opportunity for us to have a conversation with them and say you know, oh, you've got credit issues to work with. That's no problem. You know, we're happy. We have a credit simulator. We can put your data into this and our credit simulator will tell you what specifically you need to do in order to be ready by X time frame. If you're not looking for six to 12 months, we put that in there and it tells you what to do and in what time frame to do it in to maximize that score. So we have so many great opportunities uh, to have those uh, conversations right up front to really help people if you know, that if their true goal is homeownership, it's very valuable to people. I love it. I love it. Yeah, me well, too. Thank you for having me on your podcast. So I very always grateful. love chatting with you. Yes. And if I can take a moment and if you found this information valuable, uh, please do me two favors. I'm going to ask you to forward this to two of your favorite colleagues that would really benefit from having a conversation with Ginger and her company and to leave us an honest review of what you thought of this and what kind of interviews you would like to see going forward. So thank you so very much, everybody, for listening. Ginger, thank you for your time. And may I ask, uh, where can people contact you um, if they want to have a one-on-one consultation? Yeah, so if you go to edumarketing.com, that's edumarketing.com, then you can connect with me there, or um, you can go to callwithginger.com. So those are both websites that get to my contact information. Thank you so very much for your time today, Ginger. I'm so very grateful.
Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it, and I'll thank you for it, too. Number two, we'd love reviews. It helps get the word out. 